Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. Rob and Slim Show. What's going on, guys? Oh, my God. Bad Billy Painter. Welcome, brother, to the Rob and Slim Show. It's so great to have you on, man. Yeah, it's good to be here. Oh man, we've been friends for years. Uh, you've had you had us on the AOW network. You've done Outlaw Radio for a while. We've followed each other. We've been friends, but uh, I've been on your show. It's just finally great to have you on ours, my friend. Absolutely, good to be here. Thank you very much. No problem, man. How's everything? Uh, and you're currently on a break from Outlaw Radio, correct? No, no, I came back uh, this oh. last weekend. Actually, um, I I just took a two week break because uh, I I had some things to do. But I'm yeah, I got that back in full swing now. Yeah, I always felt like the breaks too. They recharge you, man. Like you need those like, <laughs> every oh. now and then, dude. Absolutely, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, and uh, your show, uh, LR Radio. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, since 2015. Yeah, right. So we're going on roughly almost seven years now. Nice. And uh, I, I just want to point out, too, you are way more right wing than we are. And uh, we're a little left. But uh, we always, we never uh, I just love the fact that you, you have us on your network. And, uh, we, and we've messaged a whole bunch of times, man. We see eye to eye on a bunch of stuff. And even the stuff we don't, we don't bash each other for. But it, it's cool. And that's what I feel like most normal people should be. Like, uh, just the fact that people just are so quick, so quick to, like, kill each other over over agreeing or disagreeing on issues. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's exactly it. I mean, uh, the country's divided enough whether we're divided by race or we're divided by uh, differences of opinion and all that kind of bullshit, you know, and it's, it's like... Uh, there was a reason why democracy was uh, invented in the first place. Yeah, and yeah. People have lost that touch. Yeah. It seems like. yeah, I don't know when we did, but it seemed when we did, it went down real quick, man. It just went away. It, oh, man. <laughs> I was going to ask you, too, and I feel bad for asking this, Billy, but what is AOW, the AOW Network? What does AOW stand for? Because even on the site and all, I don't see it. Art of War. And so okay. to, explain, to explain this is uh, back to the days when I was on the uh, chat lines and I met uh, Stephen James and Tommy Coolwater and uh, they were part of a clique called AOW and I later became that a part of that clique where it was really nothing much back then except uh, on telephone chat lines. Then uh, I decided, you know, I was starting podcast over a telephone over a telephone system and so did uh steven and tommy it's like uh won't we uh just collaborate everything and create the uh aow productions and it just kind of built from there since uh 2010 and uh you know just call it uh yeah aow productions and then uh 2020 i decided to come out with the uh aow radio network cool man cool what what is a phone chat line i've never heard of that uh, basically, you go you go on, you call a number, and you just bullshit with people from different areas, whether you're bullshitting or you're bashing or whatever. Oh, there, cool. there's a lot of bashing going on. And- <laughs> that's cool. So it's almost like going on, like uh, like, like back in the day. Yeah, I was gonna say like the AOL chat rooms, or, but you're doing it like 
with audio. Like you're actually just calling this number. Yeah, and just talking trash with you. That's cool. That's, cool. That's awesome. I'm, I got to say too, Billy, I'm super jealous that you have the, the cold cock whiskey banner. We were uh, about to get our cold cock whiskey sponsorship, but the guy that we were in contact with like left the company. We had this like crazy run around, this crazy <laughs> run around for that. Then we call him too. <laughs> yeah, we cold called him on the show one day. Like, what's going on, bro? Where's our sponsorship? And he's like, oh, I left the company. Click. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I feel like oh, maybe they heard our show and they were like, oh, fuck these guys. These guys are, they're not going to represent us. They're, they're they suck. <laughs> Oh hell! If they're gonna, if they're gonna sponsor my show, or they're gonna sponsor uh, what was what used to be uh, the Jay and Brody show, some other guys that I knew from uh, different uh, uh, internet network I was on, you know, I don't see why they wouldn't sponsor you guys. It was them, and then then there was one with um, oh my god, Deathwish. I think Deathwish Coffee. Like they were uh, this small company at the time, and they I hit them up, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll do it." And then they just blew up. They blew up huge, yeah. and then well, I never in, like, heard back. Big box retail. Yeah, now. they're on a bag of Deathwish Coffee. I think they're in retailers. They, they, they're yeah. they're on Amazon. They're everywhere. Yeah, and then it was like, oh yeah, we don't need these little chumps. <laughs> you, you know what though? Yeah, I mean, they're because uh, I'm selling uh, cranked up uh, coffee, which is. You know, uh, from a from an, a show called Cranked Up Live, they sent me like uh, six boxes of their coffee to sell out, and I'm currently working on that. But uh, that's with a company called Grindhouse Brew. If you guys were, this wasn't your last season, I'd say contact <laughs> Grindhouse Brew. And you, see, I'm not bullshitting you. You could come out with Rob and Slim Coffee. Oh, that'd you know. be cool. That'd be cool. I gotta tell you, I gotta point out too, like old habits die, die hard. Though, like every time I get followed by something on on Twitter, that's something. I'm like, do you guys sponsor shows? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even think of it sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that is true. We are, we are, uh, we're a falling star right now. We're on the way out, man. Oh, but I, like that's something I struggle with too sometimes. Like just uh, just bringing that up real quick. Sometimes at home or, or in my regular day to day life, I'm like, oh my god, I'm just gonna be so irrelevant in a few years. Nobody's gonna even know me. Everyone's gonna forget about me. I'm a fucking loser. Like <laughs> instead of a loser now that's on every week with the microphone, like it's like, oh my god. Like sometimes it's like it's rough, man. I got a little sad today because I didn't realize I had my um, Podbeam subscription on yearly automatic. So they just charged me for the year. And they're like, you're good until February 9th next year. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> so it's like, I can't wait to stop fucking dealing with this shit. <laughs> I pay by the year. Yeah, I pay by the month. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, remember when I switched. I, I, I always was paying by the month. I have no. I must have been drunk one night and switched to yearly. I, just I never feel like realized. they just updated it and like you never realized. You got a whole year out oh, yeah, of so we So we got a poppy subscription all the way until February next year, but we're ending in May. So, so I'm just can't wait to delete us from everywhere, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, my God. But uh, one thing I'm going to say is, uh, I, Rob, I told you I was going to do this once you, once you guys have hung it up and called it quits, or I should say uh, once you're done, you know, there's plenty of archives, and I'm going to be running uh, Rob and Slim reruns on aow radio oh awesome we appreciate so, it That's yeah really cool. dude i really appreciate it i really appreciate it i talked to you i talked to matt connerton from uh, ipm i told him if he wants to host us on there and have the show still up there like an archive like yeah and he said he would like so it's just great great to have that kind of a of, of yeah. a support and, do you and need anything from us or would you just download all the episodes i guess from podbeam before uh, it stops existing uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to okay. I would also say, um, you're going to need Slim's credit card information at some point, yeah, Billy. Usually. And, uh, we could, he doesn't lock his doors at his house. So <laughs> if we got to come here and just grab it. We could do that. <laughs> That's a long ways across the country to go and break the law like that. <laughs> yeah. But then you're out of state lines. You're, you're good. And I'm just like, I don't know. I didn't do nothing. Uh, Billy, uh, I, I got to bring up, too, I just love our our, our shared, uh, uh, is it our shared enemy? What, what is he? What is the crazy Joe got to do? What is he, what is he up to? Has he been silent? Because I haven't checked his YouTube in, like, probably a month. No, no, we we all live rent-free in his head, you know, and I, I, yeah, I just quit, 
I just recently quit, uh, you know, going to his YouTube or his Facebook because he's so ro- repetitive. Yes. Saying the same stupid shit over and over again. You know, how how you're a loser or I'm a loser. and Same, he, yeah, the same insults. And that's what it is. That's what, like, uh, it got me. But it was just, it's so fun at, at, at the same time. But at the same point, it's like, oh, my God, how many times can I hear the same stupid insult? I mean, I mean, he. I mean, if it's not the racist bigotry that's always coming out of his mouth, it's this. Uh, you know, he's these gay jokes. That he just, oh my god! With details like no, nobody else would have. Like I couldn't come up with some of the goddamn details that that guy has. Well, just like that that one that uh, that one that he uh, he asked he asked you. Um, it, uh, who catches and who pitches and do you grease it up? And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> How many inches the, 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 yeah, like he, that can be received? I'm like, oh, my God. This guy did some goddamn research. details. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he did research. I think he's speaking from experience. <laughs> yeah. Or he just wants something in his well, spank bag. That, that's research, right? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, yeah. Going out, it's uh, field research. <laughs> <laughs> no one's better. I know all the New York tricks over here, yeah. huh? Wait, probably, probably jerking off when he said that too, because the video was dark. Yeah, and when you see him, you don't really see under the the, the, the belt line much. So what was he doing? He was doing the the no video. He was saying because he uh we nobody deserved to see his face or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what he says. But then in like five or six in a row, he just constantly starts now with uh, it's a bad hair day. Slim has had bad hair decades, Ever and he's protected. always yep. gone on camera. <laughs> I've gotten texts on the show like. Slim's hair is not okay. <laughs> get, uh, one of the last videos that I saw of him, too, he was taking a shit. Yes, I did, I did see <laughs> that one, Billy. He... You know, you heard the toilet flush and everything. Thank God you didn't see anything, but he's, he's got the camera pointed at the wall or something while he's talking while he's taking a shit. And I'm like, God. <laughs> Oh my god! Too like just the 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 eventual maybe of having a uh, uh, might might have a show in ten years. Who knows? Right? Like, what are these and, things? And he's been teasing it for like fourteen years. Like, what's going on here, man? Why can't you get a stupid show going? I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna take our listeners, which I, I well, I'd like to know how he's gonna figure out who listens to our shows. Is he gonna, going to pinpoint ever? every uh, play or something is what's he gonna do he's gonna have to what? follow all of our followers and like hit them up i feel I, I don't know i don't yeah how's that gonna work i just love to i just thought real quick billy and i i've never even mentioned it on our show he, he started calling our show not too long ago the the, the jared and slimeball show <laughs> and he says one of us looks like jared from subway i but i still can't figure out who billy who, uh, rob or slim which one of us is jared well because he doesn't know which one is slim and which one is he's is never so, known maybe he's calling me jared because he thinks you're slim that's what i'm wondering but yeah. i wear a hat and jared wore a hat so yeah. i don't know where his like i don't know fucking billy end this argument which one of us <laughs> is most likely to be jared uh from subway <laughs> Oh, f- don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I'd, I'd say neither one of you because it just it doesn't fit. No. <laughs> yeah. No. You gotta you gotta be pedophiles and you're not. Thank God. No. If anything, it would be slim. That's all I gotta say. If any. <laughs> Slim seems to like these wooden objects that, uh, you know, like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Was the blowjob pumpkin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the blowjob pumpkin. I I walked by my cabinet the other day, and I I keep all our stuff uh, that we use for the show in, like, this cabinet. Like, old things that Rob has written. Whatever. They're just thrown in there. And I noticed the uh, the pumpkin in there the other day. And I was like, look at that thing. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) What are you going to miss most about the Robin Slim Show, Billy? 
Oh man, um, I'm going to say I mean your comedy bits are great, but probably uh, the, the interviews have come up most interesting. Like you got an interesting interview after you're done talking to me. I saw I saw who you got in the lineup there, and that's awesome. Yeah, we do have something like that's another thing. Like I've gotten good at over the years at booking, you know, certain guests and not booking too many of the same type on one show. Um, yeah, next after you, we got Robert Craighead, who is uh, he's an actor and he's voiced uh, video game characters. Uh, we had, after him, was Nadine Marissa from The Walking Dead, but she had to reschedule. So we're going to have to do something else. And then we also have uh, Sadie Katz on, who's a, who's an actress. But Billy, I saw you're a Walking Dead fan, correct? Oh, yeah. I've been a Walking Dead fan ever since it started. Actually, uh, since uh, I was 13, I was, and I saw Night of the Living Dead for the first time. Mm. I've been a hooked zombie fan ever since. <sighs> it's so good. And, and, you know, and I noticed, too, I'm like, there's been some cheesy ripoffs of uh, what uh, George Romero started, like uh, movies like uh, Burial Ground, which was uh, very cheesy and very stupid, you know, and other, other zombie movies. I mean, that overdid the gore and all that. And then The Walking Dead comes along and it's like, you, you know, you watch. Uh, you know, all of Romero's movies and the story just ends. You don't know what's going on with the characters afterwards, at least with The Walking Dead. The story continues until you have a definite ending. Yeah, I was going to ask you too, what are you most excited to see? This It starts, what, the 20th, February 20th, the last uh, half season. What are you most excited for in this season? Um, It looks like, you know, this, uh, what this... Uh, the Commonwealth, of course, in the comics. I've read all the comics too. Okay. And, uh, you know they they kind of run run the place uh, kind of totalitarian, very strict rules and all that. And, and it looks like it's they've doubled down on that in the TV series. And it you know it makes got to make you you wonder because uh, you know in Alexandria and the other communities in Virginia where that's uh, supposed to be located, they. Um, you know, they tend to have a little bit more freedom, whereas uh, this Commonwealth community is very, very strict. Yes. And uh, who knows what uh, what lies in the future, you know, when yeah. the two communities meet. Yeah, that's what I'm super excited for the Commonwealth. I love that you said you did read the comics. Cause Slim is a comic. I you actually read the comics? haven't watched any of the show, and yeah. I've read all of the comics. And um, yeah, the, the Commonwealth arc was very interesting because it wasn't that violent. Like there were some things here and there, but it was very much just like Rick didn't agree with them. They didn't agree with Rick. Like they had different ways of running their <laughs> communities, and they disagreed. And I was trying to explain to Rob how it ended because I couldn't remember, but I think it really was just like they were going to have a war and Rick stopped it. And he was just like, yeah, you guys are pussies and I'm going to like, I'm the guy in charge now. But in the show, <laughs> it makes you seem like, like, I don't know if this happened in the comic, but in the show, it makes you seem like they're going to go and they're going to take Alexandria. They're just going to take them there. So it's going to be like, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know where that's going to go. And, and Sebastian, I mean, uh, you hated him in the comics, but he's doing a much better, that's what one thing they're doing uh, better is the character of uh, Sebastian Milton is there, you know, I mean, he was hated in the comics, but uh, he's even worse in the series. Was he one of the guards? I don't know if I remember. Is he, or is he just... the guy that runs? He's the guy that runs it, like that does the videos and all, right? No, he he's uh, he, he's the gov governor's son. If you know Pamela Milton, who's uh, who's known as the governor of the. Uh, oh, Pamela I do remember. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. and he was like a piece of shit. Yes. Oh, he's he was a problem. Yeah. Spoiled, rotten piece of shit. Yep, that's yes. what I was. I do remember. Gotcha. I am super excited, uh, and I hope they go more than what Slim told me. Slim said they kind of dropped off with the princess. They never like delivered on like a really good princess thing in the in the comics. Like I, I just I yeah, love her, and seemed, I just really want to see her. It's, it felt like Robert Kurtman had all these plans for her, and then like as he was writing, just decided like, eh, I'm done. So he never really got to do like what he wanted to do with her, I guess, because he just gave up. <laughs> she's my favorite, man. She's fucking crazy in all the right ways. And, and, and she's fucking sexy. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, I, I love too the last, uh, the last season too, just the, um, the Maggie Negan, uh, whole situation. Like that whole thing has been really cool. I, I really hope that's continued. And, I, I love Negan. Negan's just my favorite all time. Yes. And, um, well, if you want to go there, I do have 
a uh, Lucille baseball bat, uh, and I'm talking the real McCoy of a real Louisville slugger with brand new barbed wire wrapped around it. And in fact, uh, yeah, the guy that made it for me, he sanded off all all the finish and then put uh, put a darker finish on it. Looks great. That's, That's super cool. cool. How much did that run? Hundred and fifty. Not bad. Not bad. That's a cool, cool thing. Is it up on like a wall or like just just standing in a corner in your house? Or is it is it for your uh, your Negan cosplay? I don't know what's, <laughs> what's a cooler way to display that. Oh my god! I, uh, and the, yeah, because I got that back in 2016, and I I was Negan for Halloween when I went to work. Um, oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. I couldn't take the I couldn't take the real bat with me. <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> HR okay. issue right there. Uh, the I did get a fake Lucille, and um, I I just took it out of the box and put the real one in there, so it's kind of sitting on a shelf on display. Cool, very cool. Yeah, I, I, collectibles. I, I tried to get away from. I used to collect a lot, and I don't know. I sold a bunch of my stuff, and then recently I've been grabbing just little pop figures and okay. uh, yeah. Transformers this always get me this always get me back I, I just those stupid goddamn things <laughs> every time I see one I was like oh, oh my god G.I. Joe's and Transformers yep I wasn't that weren't those the days yeah but now like the ones that get me Billy are the ones like I either had or didn't have as a kid and wanted and now they're just redoing they're redoing like newer versions of those ones it's like oh my god I need this like so they get you they they get the they pull that nostalgia and all that they know what they're doing those bastards oh, yeah absolutely <laughs> oh absolutely. man oh what uh what what do you have planned for your next show billy do you have a certain interview set up already or yes i do i'm actually going to be uh there's a there's a band an up-and-coming band out of texas they're called messer um kind of kind of like uh a little mix of old old new metal you might say uh you just look them up, uh, Messer Band, M-E-S-S-E-R, on Facebook, and you can uh, you'll find them there, and uh, you know check out some of their stuff. I, I like them a lot. So, I mean, working with the uh, publicist that I've been working with uh, for musicians has been great, and then of course, getting on the uh, political side too. I've been, you know, I've I've been uh, interviewing. Uh, you know, or or even debating a few people there, whether they're left wing or right wing. You know, um, so the whole concept of outlaw radio is uh, outlaw meaning freedom of speech. If freedom of speech is ever banned, then I'm going to be an outlaw. That's where that comes from. That's what I, th I think of too. Like we both, like I feel like everyone in broadcasting or anything creative is is definitely for freedom of speech. That's why, I, like, I laugh when uh, the, the the other guy, like I was saying before, I don't want to give him too much credit, but he he says we're trying to stop his freedom of speech. Like nobody's trying to stop that, dude. But you're you're definitely gone way over that that point. It's just hate speech. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, there there are things I don't allow. I mean, pretty much almost everything is. Uh, you know, it is uh, is free range, but except you know, I I won't allow use of the n word on my show. Good, normally, we had a guest do it once live years ago, and it was just like we all just I'm, like what the, I mean, what the fuck. And that even goes for black people. I don't I don't want to hear them say it either. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and yeah, really, uh, you know, there's no room for sexism or or anything anything uh, in a bigoted nature like that. Um, you know, and one of the funnest things uh, I think I did on Outlaw Radio, where there's an episode that does involve the N word, courtesy of messages I was left, was uh, we went after the owners of a website called Chimp Mania. And you go to chimpmania.com, and it is disgusting. I mean, see, I, I, I said it, so people are going to be curious to go look at it. Well, look at it at your own risk. You're not going to like what you're going to see. Yeah. It, is, it is disgusting. But I, I went after them and called them out for what they were. But what was really funny is they, they had two characters who call themselves Skim and Liver Lipper, which are derogatory terms making fun of black people. And uh, we, you know, I told my, my friend Blind Faith, who, who is a, uh, 
he's an African-American and he was in on the bit with me and we did use the N-word a little bit in the context to show how stupid racism is. And in the end, you know, there he is with a gun, skim and liver limper are killed. And for, for some reason, uh, Chimp Mania Radio was off the air for a year and a half after I did that to them. That's awesome. That's what I think too. Like it comes into the outlaw thing. Like just fucking people up. I love that. Like <laughs> going after people. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. So yeah, it was to to actually uh, to go after them and to you know to I mean the the things here is one thing here, is, uh, Rob. If you're looking at your Facebook, I'm going to send you something right now. I would not advise showing this uh, on video for people to see, but I will show you something that was made of me by Chimp Mania Radio. And because, yeah, I'm a, I'm a well-known, it's that I'm pretty much a redneck from the sticks of Idaho. They, uh, they did their, they did their own thing and, uh, basically using a broke back mountain, uh, reference, which shit, I've heard gay jokes before, that's just scraping the bottom of the barrel, just like little Jojo does. But yeah. I, there you, you, you have a look and see what they did with me and my co-hosts at the time. There, it's right there on your on your in your Facebook Messenger. All right, man. I will definitely check that. I will definitely check that, Billy. We have to wrap it up, man. But thank you so much for talking to us. Absolutely. Hey, uh, best of luck to you guys. I'll I'll keep listening. Thank you, man. Thank you, my thank friend. You. Thanks for having us. And where can everybody find you? Sure, my website is outlawradioabs.com. That's outlawradioalphabravosierra.com. That's where you can find me and keep up with my show. And Yeah. Awesome. That's- all right, Billy. Have a good night, my friend. When this goes up and all, I will send you the link, and I'll tag you in all of it. Absolutely. Hey, I'm much appreciated. Thank you, guys. No problem. Take care, night, Billy. Billy. You too. All right. Cool. We'll be back in a minute. Can you hear us? Yes. Yeah, now I don't know what happened. That's All weird. Right. All cool, right. cool. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, a glitch. I said, uh, Robert, happy birthday, dude. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, it was yesterday. I turned 29 again. Oh, yeah. A little more. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to celebrate? Actually, I, uh, my grandkids came over and we... Uh, Played pin the tail on the donkey, and we wore uh, funny hats, and we ate cake. Super cool. And then um, I've got a tradition uh, every, uh, every year. Uh, I give them presents on my birthday, primarily because I got tired of them opening mine. So I give them a present to open. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Just rip your presents open. <laughs> That's great. That is a super cool thing to do. Oh, I wanted to ask too, uh, since we had you on last, I don't think we could even talk about it last time we talked to you. Cause I think we, last time we talked to you was before you did Brock on God of War, correct? Wow. Well, it was before it came out. I may have been working on it on, yeah, at the time. I think so. I started working on uh, God of War, I think in, uh, 2014 or 15, something like that. Yeah, we worked on it a good four years. Yeah, well, I was going to ask and too. We like working on Ragnarok for uh, well, ever see about three and a half years. So that's so yeah. long to wait to see like a payoff. I feel like I, I like I, it's just it's so cool. It's so cool though. I, I can imagine when well, the whole a, finished there's product. There's a lot more that goes in. There's a lot more that goes into. Uh, a video game than a movie or a TV show. So yeah. it takes them a while longer, but they do a fantastic job. Is it a lot of time in the recording booth as well? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, that we do a lot of that. Uh, I don't know. Let me see about, uh, I don't know. It's probably all together about, uh, maybe three, four weeks, uh, in mocap. And, uh, then, uh, shoot, I don't know how many, how many weeks in the voiceover booth, but it's sporadic. It's spread out over, you know, those years because they're working on the, the art and their, and the, uh, all the, you know, as the technology develops all the different programs. And I don't know, I'm, I, I'm 
that's way above my pay grade, man. <laughs> I just feel like, the, I don't know, in my mind, I feel like they had you locked in a booth for like a couple years. And it just <laughs> you just had to read lines, so you just went a little mad. <laughs> they just passed him food under the door every now yeah, and then. Yeah, there's a little slot. <laughs> oh, man. What was your favorite part of uh, voicing Brock? What's my favorite part? Yeah. Oh, I would say probably uh, getting to uh, getting to work with the writers and uh, uh, and and creating the character and uh, of course you know they they do fantastic uh, uh, writing and they come up with all these crazy things to say uh, and uh, different uh, you know uh, different sayings that Brock says uh, like. Uh, you know, even a blind pig farts up a truffle every now and again, you know. And um, But they started using uh, my demeanor in a lot of other aspects because we got to know each other very, very well. And, uh, you know, developing the walk. And uh, uh, it's like they called me up and they said, hey, we need you to come in um, because our, our artists can't seem to figure out how to make Brock run for these action sequences. How would you make Brock run? So so I went in there one day and that's all I did was I ran across the volume, across the stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's amazing. That's what I was going to ask. I that, that was one of my questions. How much of Robert is in Brock? So that's that's super cool to hear. Yeah, it's a it's a it, there's a lot of uh a lot of me, I mean, all of us in it, we're actually, you know, we get to work opposite each other. And uh, we, uh, you know, it, it's it's back to acting 101 because you don't have any sets, any props. Um, you're just having to use raw connection with the people that you're working opposite. So, cool. I love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I wanted to ask too, does, Ro does Robert Craighead, the man, swear as much as Brock? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just remember your first—the first time your character came in. I'm like, oh, this is the best. And then also, like, the best thing I thought was so cool. Like, we had followed each other uh, already. So when friends of mine had played it, they—they they just came out to me and they were like, "That character's the best." And I would message you, and and you would respond. It was just a, such a cool connection to have. So cool. <laughs> and the, so has Sony announced uh, when the next one will be out? No, they haven't made an announcement yet, but there is a, I'm hearing scuttlebutt from, uh, you know, uh, different gaming places and whatnot who, who probably have an inside ear better than I do even. Mm. Uh, I'm hearing something like maybe September. Okay. Cause I mean, yeah, we're, we're still working on it. They're putting <clears throat> final touch on it. So cool. Yeah. It, It'll definitely be this year. I figured it would be right around the corner with the new console having come out. And yeah, I figured it was definitely, definitely soon. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, people are chomping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be very, very happy with what they uh, what they get. Because this game is going to probably uh, surpass all, all the previous games and any other game that's ever been created. <laughs> nice. Yes. Do you know if, like, I don't know how much you can tell us, but is it going to be like a PlayStation 5 exclusive or is it going to be for both? For both. Four and, four five. and five. It's definitely a PlayStation exclusive, but yeah, is it going to be backwards, you know, like, yeah, for the for the previous console too? I'm not, sure. I'm not really sure about that. I do know it is <laughs> definitely for five. Yeah. Uh, right. But I don't know exclusive to five yeah but you know it's kind of like it's kind of like uh uh the first one it it, it eventually went you know to pc uh, users everything so yeah cool i did not know Pretty that Xbox. yeah wow no, no never <laughs> screw microsoft i wanted to ask too robert i saw um uh, a little clip from a movie you were in i don't know is it out yet it's called crabs with an explanation point it looks so great <laughs> you know i made that movie like six years ago wow i thought and, so uh, yeah and uh <laughs> the the writer director producer is this young guy up uh he uh just made this. He wrote this great funny st script about these these crabs that uh, get 
uh, they're in a uh, whale's belly that comes over from the uh, uh, oh, what was that Japanese nuclear power plant that exploded? Uh, yeah. You know. Yes, I can't think of it. Anyway, they mutated on their way over, and then they ate their way out of the the whale's belly. And and uh, anyway, they're attacking this little uh, community in Northern California, Mendocino. So you know, there's a uh, I'm the I'm the pot smoking, pot growing sheriff up in Mendocino County, and uh, <laughs> surprise, I'm the sheriff. <laughs> I didn't know the pot smoke was in there. That's even better. But yeah, just the, just the little clips I've seen. It looks great. It looks like uh, just an amazing sci-fi com not comedy but horror movie. But it, it looks funny at the same time. Yeah, I just I. Oh, it, it, it's it's definitely funny. It's a uh, the the actors the cast in that is uh, do a really fantastic job. Uh, I I love working with everybody on it. It was an interesting story about that. Is uh, I was I was looking on Facebook one day, and you know how things pop up. And there was a picture of uh, this beach in Northern California called Glass Beach, and it was in Fort Bragg, California. And I'm like, going, wow, that that is so amazing! This little glass all over this beach. And um, I said, man, I'd love to go there. I swear that you talk about manifesting. It was like three days later, I get this audition for the crabs and uh, I go and do it. And uh, the next thing I know, I'm going up to Fort Bragg, California to and staying in a hotel right across the street from that beach. That's it was amazing. Yes. That's so cool. I, was, I, 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 I thought you were going to say they filmed on that beach, too. Well, they, they, I don't think you can film on it because it's like a state, uh, oh. state park or something. But, uh, yeah, they, we filmed all around there. Yeah, definitely. And, and all the town scenes, all the people in that town, uh, you know, they opened up their homes and their, their city. And, you know, there was like a you know, going through town with crabs attacking everyone in town. <laughs> it, you, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know though. Did Sheriff Flanagan beat them? No, I can't tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I figured. But is is it coming? Is it coming to the big screen? Is it coming to uh, streaming platforms? When when is it going to be around? Um. Yeah. It just. It's been on the. Uh, it's oh. been going into some great horror film festival. Cool. Uh, Raven Banner Entertainment uh, has it. They're looking for uh, distribution right now and uh i don't i don't know it, it will yeah. definitely be out in one way or another soon it's crazy too you, how how many years you said that it's been since you filmed it like six years six years six ago years. we we made that movie but they had all these special effects and they went in i mean really uh for the budget the film is they really went all out on the special effects. So it took him a lot of time and he sent it over to Vietnam to get these artists to work on it. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. It just seems like such a labor, such a labor. Like, do you ever feel like maybe something you were in is, is not going to see the light of day? Like, is that a possibility or just, it's just no, that movie? Oh, I've, I've done, I've done several movies that will never see the light of day. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Do, do you have access to those movies? Yeah, like, can you say. sit down and watch them? Or, or just start selling them? <laughs> or start selling them? There's a reason that. <laughs> well, actually, there's some that, I, uh, that are really good but because the producers got into, uh, uh, you know, conflicts. Uh, you know, they, they wound up never being released. They, you know, yeah, that happens. Yeah. You know? I could never imagine putting that much money into a project and your heart and soul and love into it and then it, and it sit on a shelf. You feel like you'd be able to at least agree to do something with it. Yeah, <laughs> like just like, no, fuck it. This thing is never going to... You'd be surprised how many movies never never get released because wow. of things like that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Robert, I'm curious... Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm looking at the your plaques on your wall there, yes. and I see the one above your head has a uh, God of War in it. Is that 
the actual disc there, or is that just like a picture of the disc? That is. That is the disc. Oh wow, that's cool. Oh dude, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. And is that a page of the script? That I, you uh, by Corey Barlog uh, at uh, and uh, Sony Santa Monica Studios. And Corey signed it and said, uh, "Robert, amazing performance, Corey." And uh, that the opening page of my whenever I come into the story. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I had seen the future, yeah. man. I hadn't even picked up on that. Slim, <laughs> that's a good eye you got, man. Because that is that is amazing, amazing. Wow. <sighs> Did Robert? Yeah, I got it. Oh go no, ahead. you can go. You can go ahead. I got a couple of movies come that will be coming out this year that you gotta know about one I'm really excited about called uh, God is a Bullet. And, and uh, if you've uh, heard of it, I don't know. Nick Cassavetes, uh, an old friend of mine from acting school, had not seen the guy in 40 years. Now, if you know Nick Cassavetes, he's, uh, he directed like uh, uh, The Notebook, Alpha Dog, um, John Q., a lot of wonderful, wonderful movies, and he's got this in this fantastic, this fantastic film. And uh, anyway, reached out. He wrote this little part for me in there uh, that is uh, available. I mean, that uh, will be available later this year. Called God Is a Bullet. It's got January Jones, um, uh, Ethan Supley, um, Nicholas Costa, Waldo Costa. How do you say his name? Nicholas Kosterwaldo? Uh, really yeah. Sure. Sounds about like, right. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones? Yes. Jamie Lasseter. He was, you know. Uh, anyway, it's a great story. Fantastic uh, direction. Beautiful movie we shot down in Mexico City. And uh, that'll be coming out uh, later on this year. And another movie with uh, Jake Manley. Uh, coming out called Redville, and it's kind of a modern day Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay, and, cool. Uh, yeah, cool. I just love the fact that somebody that you knew from forty years ago just had you in mind for a part and hit you up for it. I think that's an amazing thing, just the, that you've made those kind of connections. Well, we had reconnected uh, like during COVID uh, on uh, Instagram, and. I I hadn't been in touch with him uh, uh, like in all that time. Yeah, maybe thirty years. I don't know. I, I you know a little bit after we got out of the academy. Um, and uh, anyway, he's just a great guy, super focused, and uh, he makes fantastic movies. Yeah. Cool. So I was thrilled that that and he he reached out to me. I did a a read. I did another movie, another horror movie called Dweller that is waiting to be released and uh, the writer of that movie had written this fantastic script and had gotten nick to uh sign on to direct it also has uh robert de niro signed on um anyway nick uh, reaches out to me and we did a, a zoom table read um during covid and i'm like going and all my scenes were with robert de niro i'm like going why can't this? Why can't this happen outside of COVID? You know. <laughs> right. Wow, wow, that's so cool, though. That's so cool. Well, anyway, we're still working on putting that movie together, but uh, in the meantime, he reached out to me, and we did this one. Cool. I was going to say too, uh, Robert. You also write and produce your own productions, correct? Yes. Yes. I I have written. Uh, well, I've written a screenplay and a pilot for a television series to, and I was testing the waters in the film festival circuits, uh, screenwriting competitions and started winning all these awards. So, um, I'm putting it out there, but I, I produced, uh, other people's projects and, uh, there's one in particular, amazing grace that, uh, I was a huge part of hands-on producing and, uh, as well as acting in it. And uh, it did really well. It did really well. Probably be available to see 
uh, sometime this year. Yeah, I mean it's it's been out in the festival circuit for two uh, year and a half, two years, but it's done with the festivals now. Okay, that's cool. I was gonna ask too. Have you been back to Point Pleasant? I know last time we talked to you, I remember you said, "Is it Point Pleasant that you like coming to in New Jersey?" Cape May. Cape May. Yeah. That's right. That is right. The only um, nice part yeah, of New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, we go there. Uh, uh, I'll be going there this summer, you know. Cool. So, uh, but we go there every summer. I don't think. Yeah, we haven't been the last two summers because yeah, of COVID. yeah. I, I know the last time I went down there, my sons were here. They come up every summer, and I took them down there to the zoo. The zoo is just gorgeous down there, and it was before. It was pre-COVID. It's it's been two or three years, but it is such well, a nice yeah. nice spot. No, I love it. I love it. My wife's family's had a house there for, geez, I want to say 80 years, something like that. Wow, that's what I was going to ask, how you first, how you first experienced, because aren't you originally from Texas? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm uh, from a little town called Electra, about 150 miles north of Dallas. Sounds a lot more glamorous than it is, believe me. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say just for me in Texas, I didn't know if you lived in Jersey uh, for a short period or how you came across a, a little spot in Jersey. Yeah, I married into Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it like once you marry into Jersey, you can never leave Jersey? I feel like that's the state the state slogan. <laughs> well, she's not from Jersey, but uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, he's a Jersey girl in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, I was going to ask too, Robert. Uh, oh, my God. What? Shit. I, I can't. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you too, what has been one of the most challenging roles as an actor for you? One of the most challenging roles for me? Uh, it, pff, wow. Wow. Uh, I don't. I don't know what could be the most challenging. Um, I guess, yeah. You know, a, a, this a stage production that I did of Inherit the Wind um, was extremely uh, challenging. I played the role of Matthew Harrison Brady, and uh, it was just. I mean, uh, monologues like for days. You know and. I had to bring in an assistant to help me learn all the lines. And it was, yeah. So, I mean, as far as chat and then, uh, uh, you know, implementing uh, the dialect and, and everything. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that's got to be the most challenging just off the top of my head. Yeah, it sounds like a live stage performance would be nerve wracking almost because it's, it's just all there. It's all there. You can't, <laughs> you can't uh, do another take. It's just all that one. One time. Oh, Robert, we lost you again. No, I'm still here. Oh, can cool. Hear? I thought, yeah, we can. I thought, I thought it like glitched again, <laughs> like it did earlier. Oh, thank you so much, Robert. It's been a, an honor to have you back on, my friend. Me and Slim, this is our last season, so uh, it's I just know. so great that we. Why are you, why are you, why are you wrapping it up? <sighs> We're tired. We're tired. Yeah, we did this for eight years, Robert. <laughs> yeah. This is our yeah. going on our eighth year. So and yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's like another full time job, and I, we'll we will come up here and there. We'll pop up here and there, but it's not going to be on the scale like the weekly scale that we've done it for so many years. Well, I commend you for eight eight wonderful years of doing this, man. That that's. Uh... You're, you're the front runner in it, you know? Thank you, my man. Yeah, no, and it's definitely something to be proud of. It's definitely been definitely been an awesome, awesome ride. Well, thank you for having me on. I feel honored for being on twice now. And uh, I do want to make one plug before I get off because uh, 100%. Um, I will be heading back to Atlanta at the end of this month to shoot season four of Ruthless. That's a TV series I do for Tyler Perry. And uh, just so that all the fans know, season three it will be available on BET Plus uh, on March 10th. And uh, it will be, you know, that's on Thursday nights on BET Plus. Uh, also, you can see 
season two currently on BET on Tuesday nights. So I'm all over BETs. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Robert, uh, I was working with Tyler Perry because our good friend Steve Coulter used to write for, uh, I think he used to write for him. I think he did, yeah. And uh, he just said he was such a great guy to work with. Probably the most uh, kind, generous, genuine human beings I've ever known in my life. That's awesome. And uh, I, I say that with all sincerity. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Robert. Where can everybody everybody find you? You can find me on Robert Craighead uh, on Instagram, uh, Robert Craighead. Facebook, Robert Craighead. Twitter, uh-oh, Robert Craighead. Yes. And uh, real quick, Robert, as I, you know, uh, it's, it's not a fun thing to talk about, but kids can be mean. Did you ever get... A, a little, uh, did you ever get ribbed for your last name as a kid? Like, nice head, Robert Craig head. Like, you, what, do you, what do you do? Your kids are mean. <laughs> did you ever get teased yeah. for your name? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely got all of the the, the, the the different nicknames that you can get with head. I was, I was just glad I was named Robert instead of Richard. <laughs> I feel like it built... It built some character, though. Like, you could deal with You could roll with anything after dealing my, with elementary my daughter, school. My daughter had a whole other uh, deal to deal with. Crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> I, it would be rough if you were named Craig Craghead. I don't Craig feel Craighead. like... <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't have, we didn't have crack when I was a kid, so I didn't have to... No, but when she was a kid, it was, hey, crackhead. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dad, you know all the kids call me crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going, well, stop smoking it. <laughs> stop smoking it, start selling it. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be successful in life? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much, Robert. It's been an honor, my friend. Thank you, guys. And y'all stay warm back east. All right. Uh, we're trying. We're trying. It's cold man. today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Have a good night, Robert. Thank you, guys. Am I a joke to you? Yes, you are a fucking joke. You fucking suck. You've always sucked. You, you, you know why we haven't fought in years? Because you're an embarrassment to me, and I don't need you anymore. I don't need anybody. All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. Or maybe you hate me because I am the only man to see how far you have fallen. I used to fear you, respect you. Now all that's left is pity for a sad, drunk shell of a man, too afraid to see how alone he truly is. 